Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. This meeting is being recorded. (laughs) Hello there. Hi, Lisa. How are you going? Good. Do I have this on? Yeah, we have this on. Is this thing on? (laughs) We ask because we have recorded full-blown podcasts without the microphone on. We're just human beings, <laughs> and now it is on. So that's great. How yes. are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing well. Um, how about you? Doing well, thank you. Yeah. All right. So we're upbeat and we're ready for this. And our topic today is: What role does grief play in our lives on an individual and a collective level? Right. And uh, <laughs> as we were discussing, you know, before turning the mic on, there's different types of grief. There's right. different times that it that it will come into our lives. Yep. It can be what you would think of as the loss of a loved one mm-hmm. or a pet. It could be something like the loss of a job. Right. Yep. Or a project of something that you've been working on for a long time. Yep. Yeah. Any kind of something that disrupts your life and it's time to move on and you had some pretty big attachments to that. Right. And I think... One of the main things is to remember is that um, as you close one door, another opens. So it's like that death and rebirth. Well, and honestly, Lisa, I think you have a slightly different perspective on grief being a medium. (laughs) I do. And and that's true. I do. Because I do have that knowing that this is just a part of our life and that we continue That's why I do what I do to share that with people so that they can have that understanding as well and that you're always connected. You know, that love always stays with you. Mm -hmm. But there's different types of grief and and everybody, you know, handles it a little bit differently. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I know this is interrupting our flow, but I just zeroed in on your card deck. So why don't you, um, yeah, why don't you pull a couple of cards for us since this seems to be like one of the things that we do. do Oh, what is that bottom card right there? Uh, it says, uh, your desire outcome will occur in the very near future. Have patience and faith and don't try to force it to happen. Oh, it's Azure. It's a Perfect. This is one of the very old <laughs> Doreen Virtue decks. <laughs> nice, nice. I had put this in the closet for a while because some of the pictures on it were like provocative angels. Oh. <laughs> when the kids were young, and I, <laughs> I found it and took it back out. <laughs> Not something you want your kids to know. Oh, yes, I see. <clears throat> oh, look at that patience. 
Oh, and the timing is right for a new venture. Okay. <laughs> See what I mean about the pictures? Yep. They're <laughs> fabulous, actually. As a, a grown adult, those are fabulous. Okay. So yeah. it talks about the newness of romance and um, or a newcomer or um, thoughts reigniting passion of existing relationships and being open to giving and receiving. Nice. So that's, that's always something to remember to giving and receiving love. And even when you're going through grief, that's mm -hmm. sometimes people just close down. Right. And they forgot that they can receive. Yeah. Because they're so shut down from the, from the loss yeah. or the change. Absolutely. And then there's the patience card that came up, which is always something that we need to be patient, not just with others, but with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it says, now is the time to learn, study, and gather information. Enjoy being a student because in the future, you will synthesize your knowing into action. So patience. Yeah. <laughs> well, and when you're going through the brief, uh, the grief process, I can't talk today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it is really important to have patience because your emotions are all over the place. Yeah. You know, it's not a linear process. It's not just step one and step two and step three you might bounce all over the place and, and that's just not fun. Right? right. So to have patience with yourself. Yeah. And then the third card was Isabella and it says, yes, the timing is right for this new venture. A happy outcome follows your positive expectations. And that's all about the retreat. <laughs> I know, I know it is. <laughs> yep. So our last podcast, we talked about what our inspiration was for our care retreat that's scheduled for April 19th, 20 and 21st of 2024. Yeah, it'll be at Safety Harbor Resort and Spa. So we're looking forward to that. But that's what that card was about. Yep. <laughs> I totally got that one. <laughs> Off on a little tangent here. So back to grief, though. Back yes. To grief. And, you know, there's different types, as we said, the loss of the job. It could be from the loss of your dream that you were manifesting a pet, a certain change. But with, with every type of loss, there is a change that you need to rebalance from mm -hmm. and you need to honor yourself and respect your feelings. You know, you can sense them and feel them, but you know that there's something brighter there for you. You know that there's, that there's a silver lining in everything that we go through that's difficult. I have no comment to that. <laughs> well, because you're, I mean, I know that's hard. That's mm -hmm. a hard thing to say. It, it, it is. Um, and it's a hard thing to hear. I know. But from that higher perspective, from the um, the bird's eye view from the, I'll go to the angelic realm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take something really hard, like the 9-11 episode. Okay. Yeah. That was a horrible thing that happened. So many souls left this earth. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, tragic. Um, from our perspective here, yeah. from the perspective from the divine up there, different things were predestined and it brought a lot of people together for a greater reason. And that could have been, I don't know everything, that could have been the driving purpose behind that silver lining. Okay. So it brings things in. I also had situations of friends of mine, you know, many years ago, uh, had a baby that was born with a defect and they knew that the baby wasn't going to live long. And when that baby did transition, and that's the most horrible type of funeral I've ever been to, you know, when you have someone so young, 
it came to us, you know, through different readings that it was to bring that family together because they had been scattered in disarray and they hadn't, you know, been connected for a period of time. And mm-hmm. with this little soul that needed help, they all came together during that year. They made it, you know, the best it could be. And that was the union for that family and moving forward to heal that energy. So there's always another perspective to look at things that we view as horrible tragedies. Mm-hmm. So that would like bring up a, a question. So you as a medium, you can access information like this, but you're not always going to get that kind of a profound no. answer. No. Um, you know, I know from witnessing some of well, many of your extreme communication gallery readings that loved ones do come in and state, you know, this is from a higher perspective. I see this now. Like, I'm sorry. I'm try. I need to heal this with you. Mm-hmm. And you don't normally say that, but that's what you're trying to do. Right. It's in d- different words. Yes. Yep. Um, that those that transition and the ones that are here, there's still healing that can happen. Yes. It's, it's not a final goodbye. No. And the beauty of, we had did on, we have done a previous uh, podcast on forgiveness, but yep. the beauty of the communications after the transition is that they can still heal on the other side. They're still progressing and healing alongside of us. So yep. prayers are heard. I can tell you that prayers are felt, love is felt. Um, and that's the main thing that like a lot of times you feel like, what can I do? This is a horrible thing. What can I do? And we had that a couple weeks ago when we did the um, the crystal grid, you know, yeah. to heal the earth, to heal the world peace and things of that nature. So sometimes the only thing you can do is surrender and pray mm-hmm. in whatever form that is for you. Yep. So along those lines what we've kind of ventured into uh, with this whole topic of grief are things that can help as you're processing your grief in a healthy way so one way that you can do that is to seek out someone like lisa that can help be that that person that can help communicate between you and those that have transitioned um if you are looking to do that i always suggest wait until you're ready yeah, don't rush into that. Don't rush that. You know, <laughs> check in with yourself. Are you ready? Because sometimes people are not ready to hear. They just want to process. They want to go through their their rebalancing. Because vastly, what you do, you have to get your. Sometimes you feel like you had the rug carpet lifted up right under you. Even if you knew the person was was going to transition and they were ill, you when that time happens, you just feel so. Um, the change is so drastic for you that you need to readjust. Absolutely. Um, I know just from some of the work that we do here in the Violet Butterfly that if you try, if you try to rush the process, you can actually block the process. You're not ready. You're just, yeah. I mean, you can come in and say, okay, I want to have communications with so-and-so, but in reality, you're still too raw and the communication may not happen the way you expect it to. And then you're disappointed on top of it. So what I tell people is you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. And to me, that's been truthful in in the work that I do. But I never ask anybody to say who they want to connect to. I say I let it come through organically. And then before I close, I'll let you um, ask a question. But most of the time, they're ready and it does come through. 
But I think there's a, a wonderful book that I suggest for people when they're going just to have that and they're looking to make a connection. It's called Hello from Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gutenberg, I think, is Bill and Judy or something like that may have been the authors of that. And uh, it's just a very nice book that talks about the different types of ways that spirit will connect with you on a regular basis without somebody like me. Yep. So um, my dad, you know, mm-hmm. he passed away just a little less than two years ago. And because of our conversations, I bought that book um, both for my mom and for my sister. And I literally held <laughs> I held on to these books until like last month. Oh, really? I just gave it to him. It was like... They weren't ready. They weren't ready. I knew they weren't ready. And um, I was thanked for the books. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if they've read the books. Well, you, you planted the seed. That's all it is that, that you can do. Yep. <laughs> now, my father passed away the beginning of this month. He was 90 years old. Um, you know, it, it was his time. Um, people may look at me and say, you know, I did a reading the next day. Mm-hmm. They said, well, how could you do that? Because I know he's okay. I know he lived a good life. We had our conversations of, of love and, you know, closure. And of course, I'm going to leak or I tear or I cry. You know, I leak. Only you would <laughs> call it a leak. leak. <laughs> I leak, I cry. Um, but, you know, we just process things differently. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think it's different when it's your 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 loved one that lived a long life and they're ready to go as opposed to someone who's younger and is just starting out on their yep. on their journey but it, it's all about again rebalancing um and of course i felt off you know while that was going i think i felt worse when he was in the process of dying than when he actually passed because that process he was still uncomfortable yeah and at least once they go they're not they're not uncomfortable anymore Yep. Yep. I have to agree. Mm-hmm. I was with my dad at that time where he was in the process of like literally actively dying. Right. It's, it's difficult. Right. It's difficult to hold space and to be there and feel that. It's challenging to hold <clears throat> space, especially someone who's empathic, someone who's on that energy path, because your concern is for those that are here. Mm-hmm. The one that just transitioned, they're fine. And everybody who's here is upset. They're going through different, you know, the to-do lists of what they need to do to take care of the place, the space. And, you know, people are are on edge. And sometimes that's, I think, more challenging. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm telling you, I think it is. I mean, I'm fortunate. You know, I have great siblings, you know, so we all could divide and conquer. And and we all know what our gifts are. My sister says, you're not in charge of my uh, medical. It's one to pull the plug because you'll just pull it and tell me to go to the party. She's like, you're not in charge. (laughs) My brother's in charge. (laughs) No, I, I get it. You know, I was there holding space for my dad. And then afterwards, I was holding space for my entire family because they were not in a place where they could do the tasks. And it's not here nor there. It's it's just how it played out. Um, And everybody's at a different vibration and a different level of comfort. Yes. And I will say it helped me process my grief. Yes. Like on levels that I didn't, 
I didn't realize until mm -hmm. I look back and I was like, oh, putting together that video of my father's life and our family, it was very therapeutic to the process of healing. And I think that's what funerals are for. They're for those that <laughs> are supposed living. to be. Are they? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the one that's on the, on the other side, I mean, they have come through and they have said, oh, I was there and I saw it. And it was, they give validations that things were they, they liked about certain things or things that they've put in with the um, the deceased, maybe a, a stuffed animal, or they might mention certain things mm -hmm. that were put in with them. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's totally for the, for the living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Help them process. But I think some of the traditions, I, I don't really go, go for them. Um, personally. Do you, do you feel comfortable sharing any okay. traditions that have? So my dad, like me, is not into organized religion, but yet he said he believed in God. Well, after he, the, after he passed, my my brother's in charge of everything, and he shared a letter that my dad and my stepmom had put together. It was a short, brief letter of what their wishes were. And they in it, they mentioned that they weren't into organized religion, but, you know, they they kept certain practices, and, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, were, they did believe in God and, you know, wanted prayers and things of that nature. Okay. So we're all over the country, my family, and my siblings and I are going to go the beginning of next month to Nevada, where my dad lived, uh, and we're going to have a service that he wanted at the memorial, where he's going to be, um, he's cremated, so where his ashes will be put down with his wife. And my my children and my nieces and nephews are all, like I said, all over the country, and I felt that we needed to incorporate them somehow so that they can be part of this. So I sat with it for a moment and I said, what can we do? And it came to me that I can write a brief little letter, which I did. And it was uh, from my dad's perspective of, you know, he was an only child and, you know, he had deep love, but didn't share his emotions much mm -hmm. or his, you know, he didn't speak much about it to them or, but yet the week before he passed, he made sure to tell me, how much he loved us, how much he was proud of us and myself and the children and all his grandchildren. And he felt very proud of the fact that he was an individual person and he made this huge <laughs> part of this family tree that was huge. Yeah. So I, I purchased a um, pretty little um, wooden, it was for a tea light holder. And on it, it was able to personalize and you put his name and his dates on there. And I'm going to send it along with the letter. I didn't do it yet. So by the time this airs, hopefully we'll have it by then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the intent is that on the day that we have the service, they can join us by lighting that candle, saying a prayer of their choice. I'll, send, I'll include the prayer that we're going to use. And in, in the energy of our love for each other and for him, we're going to stay connected, lighting that flame and sharing that space with them. So we can do that anytime, anywhere. It's just it's hard for people who are, you know, in their jobs and raising family to get on a plane and go to Nevada. Absolutely. You know. So you're creating an experience for them so that you can all come together as individuals or as a collective. Right. At any point to connect with dad. Right. And it gives them a little something that they can have a little closure to. Nice. So that was my thought on that. And mm -hmm. it was a guided thought. So it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> so um there are a number of ways aside from 
coming up with new traditions of right. uh, working with your grief and, and working with um, someone like Lisa, the mm -hmm. medium. Um, like meditation? Like absolutely. Meditation can help being mindful of the emotions that you're experiencing. It's, it's helpful if you need somebody to listen mm -hmm. um, for them to actively listen to you, not try to interject their thoughts. Because I know from my own perspective, sometimes I just need to vomit <laughs> emotionally. Okay. And if you're the person that's the receiver of that, you bubble up. Yep. You bubble up. You, you don't up. accept <laughs> any of that. You're there simply as a witness, as a space holder. Mm -hmm. Um and, and if you're going through something like that, see if you have a really good friend and you can even preface it like, listen, I just need someone to listen to me. Right. I, I don't need a counselor, so to speak. I just need somebody to like hear me. Right. And it's, it's nice to be able to let that out and let those emotions out. And sometimes if you don't have somebody that will listen to you, I say write a letter and mm -hmm. then burn it, send it up. Yep. In a safe place. <laughs> Absolutely. I've done that so many times with my horse, Eric. I've written him so many letters. <laughs> and, and I believe they receive it. Yeah. I've had different validations from that. But I mean, you, if they hear your thoughts and it, it helps you to get it out. Yeah. And the other thing is crystals, right? Oh, gosh. Yes. Crystals. Um, so mm -hmm. we've, we've talked about crystals before and, you know, crystals have a vibration that are uniquely their own mm -hmm. and they can help us with pretty much anything because they will actually start to entrain our energy to match theirs. So you had an idea earlier of a, of a crystal, right? I did. Yes. What, what was that? The fluorite. No, no, oh, the, rose, but, quartz. rose quartz, but fluorite. Absolutely. Because fluorite was what I was drawn to today. Yeah. <laughs> so fluorite can come mm -hmm. in a lot of different colors. And it's funny because the one that you have today, may I? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's as, broken. As, as I try to like snatch up her crystal, it is um, for you guys that are on like the watching us on YouTube, it is very green with some purple in it. It's fabulous. That would definitely help with heart healing. And the, the purple would actually help with some mental clarity mm -hmm. because come on, when you're going through and act, actively going through the heaviest parts of grief, a little bit of mental clarity is absolutely amazing. Yeah. You know, in the rose quartz, its association with love and self-compassion, it, it will help give you the space and the grace you need to go through the process. And I think sometimes something for grounding. So what would be a good stone for grounding? Because people, when they're upset, they're all up in their head and they're all into their feelings and they have to stay present. Yeah, as well. that's that's really hard. And I would say in this case, anything that you're drawn to. Okay. Um, I would normally say, oh, yeah, go to your black tourmaline, go to your black obsidian. In this case, anything, anything that you can hold on to. Use your intuition. Yes. Okay. But something that mm. you can hold on to that is a, a physical reminder of being on this earth, in this body, experiencing these experiences. Mm -hmm. um, one other crystal that's super 
helpful with grief is ruby zoisite. Okay. It is um, a very dark green and a very rich ruby color. And it's combined and it helps to process grief, to stay grounded. It's I don't think I've ever seen one. That sounds like watermelon. Um, darker than watermelon. Okay. Darker <laughs> than watermelon. But yes, you can think along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, I did not prepare ahead. So I don't have one oh, to show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get the picture. Yeah. I get the picture. And, yeah. and it's good to know. I mean, so honor yourself. Take some breaths. Honor yourself. Give yourself some love if you can. I always go to the, you always say the four graces, Ho'oponopono, you know, yeah. is always a good tool to use as well. And even if you wanted to get out in the sunlight, the moonlight, take a walk. If you're near the ocean, the ocean is, of course, the natural healer as well. Yeah. And the mountains, you know, just being in nature, basically. And our pets. Absolutely. So not only are your pets like the most compassionate mm -hmm. Um, creatures because they're just unconditional, but they help to ground you also. Right. And um, if you had lost a pet, you know, then you still have to go through these same processes and honor yourself for that. And don't beat yourself up if you feel like the loss of a pet is a bigger deal than a loss of a person. I... <laughs> I have experienced that, and you guys, we've we've talked about my experience with my horse Eric. Um, so we should be non-judgmental. Non-judgmental, non absolutely. <laughs> that you feel what you feel; mm -hmm. it's legitimate. You don't need outside validation. Yeah. It's how you are as an individual, and you know, notice notice the feelings, right? Ah, a journal. Keeping a journal is a great idea. You know, just being able to get get out what you need to get out because there's going to be a lot of anger. There's going to be a lot of, you know, loneliness. The the things that one from this I three you can feel there. Yep. Three from our from our uh, before now a bit. This one's just for the podcast. Okay, awesome. Um, but to to be able to get the emotions out so they don't get stuck you know as an energy healer and as a massage therapist you know i encounter people all the time where i can't talk and read at the same time can't look <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i i encounter people that have stuck emotions in their bodies and it becomes like a real physical block so whatever you can do to get it out so I picked a card just for this conversation in this podcast, okay? okay? And it's like totally apropos. So it talks about being uh, cautious and warranted and look deeper into the situation before proceeding further. So you take a pause, allow yourself that time to have a pause, to give yourself time, chance to get your balance again mm -hmm. before you proceed further. I mean, and just looking at this, it's totally um, <clears throat> apropos. With that this is brilliant oh and she's even whole an urn an urn look at that with light just pouring out of it that's amazing so there you go Let once again for the uh, people on youtube <laughs> so they can see yeah look at that so yeah that was pulled just specifically for this conversation and you know give yourself some love and um you know a lot of times we you know i i know i do if I'm upset about something, I may, uh, to the people I love the most that are here, I may bark at them or say things I don't mean that mm -hmm. they can't. 
and everyone needs to be a little respectful that, you know, our, our emotions are on edge. So mm-hmm. have a big disclaimer written on top of our forehead <laughs> or something. Just forgive <laughs> me now. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully. Did we forget anything? I'm sure we probably did, but that was some pretty great um, content, if I may say so okay. myself. Um, um, yeah, I mean, honor yourself and what you feel and what's right for Michelle may not be right for me and vice versa. So it's okay to be different and mm. just check in to see how you feel. The bottom line is know that your loved ones are okay because um, that much I can assure you from the different communications I've received, regardless on what level of soul or light they are, they always go to a place where they can recover and they get, they don't have their physical form anymore. They get that life review where they look back on what their words, deeds, and actions may have done for them in this lifetime and how they affected others. And they, they go to a better understanding and a better plane for their soul growth. Everyone's on a different level of love. There's no such thing as hell. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, there's another podcast. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and um, leave us comments. Yes. Yes, please. I mean, comments and feedback are valuable for us to give you content that you want to listen to. It's and going I, to be I, from our perspective. I but. did just realize that my YouTube had a setting that didn't allow people to comment, add the comments. So I'm going to change that, but you can always go to our Facebook page or just shoot us an email, whatever is more convenient for you. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at the violet butterfly including the online store.